0: So when you come on board with Morrison, we're hiring for heart a bit, someone that's just not going to drop the tray, that's going to hold someone's hand and, and, and care, and care how they're feeling.
1: Welcome to our Compass One Connections podcast series. I am your host, Tommy Kane. On this episode, we'll sit down with Morrison Healthcare VP of Patient Services, Laura Knight. Also on today's podcast, I'll be joined by our special guest host, Beth Penland from Chainsaw Strategic Communications. Beth, why don't you introduce us to Laura?
2: So Laura started um, working in the patient services department about a year ago, started leading it. Um, And one of the first conversations I had with her was really about how she was going to rethink everything happening there. She was coming in to take a survey and really think about how Morrison could do this differently and really move it into the future. So I'm super psyched that we're gonna talk about some of those ideas today.
1: Well, Laura, welcome to Compass One Connections. We're excited to have you on the show today. Thrilled to
2: be here, thanks.
1: I know Beth just gave us a little bit of a background, but in your own words, tell us your, your rise to the company and what you do now on a day-to-day yeah. basis.
0: Um, I actually, crazily enough, started in a technical role at the company uh, 19 years ago with Food Buy, our, our GPO procurement. 19
1: years. Yeah.
0: <laughs> when i was about 10 what that 9 <laughs> um but it you know that's where i started with the company and it really just shows you um over the years transitioning and and growing um, as a kind of a basically a frontline associate to to uh, a leader of patient services so i've kind of walked the walk with Compass
1: 19 years you've seen a lot yeah. talk to me especially about the change you've just seen in the company from where we are where we were 19 years ago to where we are now and the importance of what you do in the patient services department
0: I think you know I I've, I've seen over the years uh, struggles kind of with hiring and I think that just comes top, you know top of mind right now is that across organization it's it's getting quality people um, and at times, because of the economy, it's not been a big issue, but right now it's there, there are jobs out there, um, which is which is good, but in our world in healthcare it's 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 a little bit harder. What can we do to really make it a career path and and want people you want them to want to be with us so that's been in the last couple of months working on a, really a career ladder for our folks that they can come in. And, and like me, start out basically working on the floor somewhere and, and lead a division.
2: What is it about working in healthcare that's so different from food service? Like, what is it during that onboarding process when you're trying to help people understand, um, this is gonna be different? Yeah, and it's gonna be hard mm-hmm. um, because it's care.
0: So the, you're dealing with people that are sick um, and, and need help, um, so the meal is a huge, vocal point of their day because sometimes it's the only it's the only joy um and that could just be flat out bath a, a plate of french fries um or or the There's best nothing wrong re- with a plate of french fries
1: <laughs> just for the record it makes a lot of people happy yeah,
0: yeah but that's what i mean is that it is more than just the food and and so when you come on board with morrison we're looking uh, we're hiring for heart a bit someone that's just not going to drop the tray but it's going to hold like someone's that. hand and 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 care, and care how they're feeling.
1: The patient dining team, you're in charge of that. Mm-hmm. First of all, tell me about the team. What does that mean when you say patient dining team? And talk to me a little bit about the overall changes that are going on in that department right now
0: Mm -hmm. um so the patient services team we basically in the support structure we come into a hospital and work with our clients on driving patient satisfaction and safety so i work heavily with with culinary with our operators with our wellness team um really to 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 drive the overall patient experience Um, And that's everything from timeliness of getting the food to tray accuracy and consistency um, to to temperature. Um, just making sure that people are getting what they order on time and and it's a delicious meal. So I make that sound very easy. It's not. not. Tell my boss it's not. It's so not. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'll tell him too because I've seen it firsthand. It's not. There's some changes going on with the whole department and structure as well.
0: So we, um, we, when I first came on board, um, we weren't, we were kind of covering just our focus accounts, which is great. We have our high profile accounts and clients. That's great. But when you look at the map of, of, of the United States and what we cover, we weren't hitting, we weren't kind of running on all cylinders. We weren't covering the entire country. So the first thing I did, first thing I did is, is, is restructure the team to better support our division presidents. So now they each have a dedicated division director and a team under them. So regardless of you being the showcase account and wonderful for Morrison, you could be a little account somewhere, and you're still going to get that same attention and care.
2: So I imagine that as you you made those decisions to to reallocate the resources, that probably comes from looking at a lot of the information that's that's coming in from the divisions. Can you? talk a little bit about how you actually kind of learned about your team from the data and maybe how you're working with the other teams to to make those decisions mm-hmm. i think that the the biggest
0: the biggest benefit of of getting to know my team has been that just follow them shadow them i, I carry 10 hair nets in my purse at all times which <laughs>
1: We're wearing, hair nets. We're wearing hair We're wearing hairnets right now. People can't see us, but we are wearing hairnets right now.
0: Getting into the fray, getting your hands dirty, working the tray line. Um, everyone's dropping their titles. You're just trying to get the get the job done. I never thought I would own, you know, a pair of slip proof shoes and I've got four pairs now. And um, and to me that's just getting your hands dirty and, and really working the job, being a patient dining associate. Um, on a daily basis?
2: Do I, would I want to work here? Would I want
0: that job? No? Well, what can I do to change it?
2: So as it relates to really working the line, you have to start thinking about what that job is. It's not just a job description. It's all those things that you go through when you're on the job. And I think for a lot of the folks that are listening, the leaders and the managers that are listening and looking for those folks who are going to be right for that position, what kind of changes are you making now um, to help them? You know,
0: I I think that the name change really, to me, is just the jumping off point of a true career development path. Um, Really, as as leaders, as, as managers, it's our it's our job to put that roadmap forward that that is is truly a path forward and just not I'm gonna I'm gonna come in every day I'm gonna punch the clock but I want to be here because this is just where I'm getting started so I can be look at Laura Knight's career and say Gosh 19 years in she's still with a fantastic company um, and and started where I started to me that's our 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 duty as leaders is to put that same path forward.
1: And, Laura, remind people of the name change.
0: So we're, it started as a catering associate name, which really, it's one of those things. Do we continue to call something that makes no sense the same thing as year after year? Let's change it. Let, let, let's change it and make it patient dining associate because that's what it is. You're, you're serving food for our patients. Um, and before, it was just really internally um, calling it a catering associate made it difficult to hire. And it, mm. it, it had someone come in their first day expecting to do a job that, that wasn't at all the job.
1: Got it. These dining associates that are working with you guys, there's obviously a career path for them if they really do a good job. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, whose response is really on the responsibility of the managers to kind of cultivate that and to kind of get them and show them, hey, look, you do a good job, here's move your forward, next, here's, yeah, your next here's your step. next step. How important is that in the overall success of the business?
0: Um, it's everything. It's everything. Because, as I mean, it's so competitive out there. So whether these – people coming right out of school or or no no degree whatsoever there there's jobs out there in fast food what would make them want to work with Morrison Healthcare beyond you know the fact that they're working back in the kitchen and serving food to me it's that and here's what's next for you here's what could be next for your family here's um, a a path to education it's just it's more than just a job and I believe that to me that name change was just the spark face it you know not every some people are just coming in and they're just doing the job so we and we we need those we still we have those those folks but but the people that gravitate towards us because they have that personal touch they know that they're working in a in a mom and baby unit and they're seeing the joy in the faces or they're seeing someone really sick those are the people and I, I love it on in our accounts all the time working with those patient dining associates that come up to me and tell me a personal story about a patient that's been there long term it makes me want to cry i mean it's like a joyous moment that's your gem you know that's who we want to grab onto and say gosh i just i want you everywhere but those are the people you want to say gosh and you're just getting started with us
1: it's interesting because In hearing you talk, and I've been around the business long enough, as Beth has as well, you realize you know how important overall the food quality is going. But it's really so important too with the presentation, the smile, the interaction with those patients, because at the end of the day, that's what they're going to remember, right? They're not going to remember they're going to remember the food was good, but not going to remember what they ate every day. But they're going to remember those dining associates they came and made them feel good every day and brought a smile to their face and that's so important in the business to
0: me it's it's it can just be a, a you know a, a roasted chicken or a hamburger or something you know you some broccoli whatever on a plate to me the the, the presentation and the care that's displayed give me that a hundred times over than than something that's gourmet i want to feel like i'm in a place that i'm that my needs are being taken care of i'm healing i'm getting well but someone remembers my name and actually remembers that i don't really you know i can drink apple juice i just don't really really like it and to, to me that's the that's the passion I feel and that's the, I think that's the the passion that we want to foster as as leaders in 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 our associates so what's on the horizon what's coming next for
2: for you and your team
0: gosh we got we've got a lot of good stuff coming so it's just I want to go on and on but I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the high points here with the name change and say that that's just the start so I, I hinted to that but we we have a whole career development path. Uh, path for our associates coming, which is which is just Rockstar, It's awesome. Um, we are making changes every day to our my dining platform, so we are trying to get ahead of the game. Um, with our with um, with our software so um, those are two two big things internal processes so team build we're rolling out a new process for our operators and our patient dining associates to get the the meals out with a with a better temperature and more timely so it's just it's like my head's rolling we've got I'm just so excited about what's up what's coming next for us
2: you also shared a story with me a couple of weeks ago about a new sort of logistics strategy that you're working on, team build. Can mm-hmm. you tell us a little bit about that?
0: Sure. So uh, I think that uh, I'll frame it up with a bit of a story here. So uh, a lot of times our, our operators we we don't want to come across that we're just saying here's more work, do this do, here. You know this will be great this will be work out when they've got their whole day job to do and so my, our whole role of patient services is to go in and try, really try to think make things easier so the name changes just to start so as an operator when you're hiring and and you know this this they they know what they're getting a patient dining associate not a catering associate we're helping them set the expectations so trying to take a little bit off our operators there and team build is really just a creative way to do pod work back in the kitchen so it's we're get moving away from kind of the ancient long tray lines into these pod kind of workshop type of, of, of uh, environments back in the kitchen so again it's it's a little bit of that creative spark to come in and say what can I do to help our operators that's not gonna cost them any more money I'm not asking them to hire any more associates but let's take a look at how the the tray line is set up. Let's rework it and do more of a team system to get these trays out the door faster.
2: Working smarter, not harder. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: So, Laura, you've given us so much information today on Compass One Connections, and I know your brain is full of a lot more information. If people out there in the field have questions for you or just have ideas they want to share with you, what's the best way to get in touch with you?
0: You know, I would love that, first of all, is that uh, the best ideas come from our field and from our operators and our directors. So uh, text me. Call me, email me, carrier pigeon, shoot, shoot a flare, or anything. But but really, Laura Knight at iammorrison.com or, or jump onto my compass. Just a wealth of information out there. Um, but we're all of us always available all the time. Promise.
1: So speaking of wealth of information, it's now time to put you on the Compass One Connection hot seat so we can get a wealth of information <laughs> about Laura Knight the person. Uh, Are you ready?
0: I'm ready. I'm a little frightened, but yes, Don't ready, be frightened.
1: Ready. We're going to have fun with it. We're going to put the timer on for 60 seconds, and we're just going to ask you some rapid-fire questions, and you just answer them as quickly and as honestly as you can so we can get to know Laura Knight a little better awesome. on a personal ready. level. You ready? Ready. You ready, sure? Ready. Got your seatbelt buckled in? Yep. Here we go. We're going to start the clock. First question, Beth, go for it.
2: We'll go easy. Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Dark chocolate. Good where, answer. Where were you born? Valparaiso, Indiana. What's your favorite holiday? Halloween.
1: Why?
0: Because we still dress up. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Are you scared of heights? Incredibly. Incredibly. Sweaty palms, can't handle it. So I'll go into accounts, on, and I'm even on the fourth, fifth floor. I start to lose it.
1: Favorite vacation spot of all time? Uh, Napa. I can guess Napa. why.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Red or white? Red. Red.
1: <laughs> One bottle or two bottles. No, you have to answer that. You to answer that. Uh, favorite movie? Uh, Sound of Music. Nice. I know. Yeah. Final question for you. If somebody could play your life in a movie, who would it be?
0: Gwyneth Paltrow.
1: Oh, nice. wow. And there's the timer right there. That was pretty good. That was um impressive, especially about the Napa part. Got me a little thirsty. Okay. <laughs> Laura, thank you so much for joining us on Compass One Connections. Thank you for everything you do. And Beth, it was a pleasure working with you today. So we'll see you next time on Compass One Connections. If you have any more questions for Laura, please email her at Laura K-N-I-G-H-T, at IamMorrison.com. And as always, please be sure to rate us on Spotify or SoundCloud. We sincerely hope you enjoyed this edition of Compass One Connections Podcast. Be sure to check out all the other episodes in the library as we keep you connected.